and welcome to Ear Read This, The Foul Papers. Today's episode will be... <laughs> Incredibly obscene. <laughs> yeah, it's worth putting in a, a little um, health warning at the top. Due to the subject matter of uh, today's episode, it will be even more obscene than usual. So everyone, everyone wear your prophylactics. Yes, and get any elderly people or children out of the vicinity... Anyone with heart conditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Ash, by the way. I forgot to do that bit. And I'm Adam. I'm leaning very casually into this episode <laughs> like like someone at a bar. Um, so today we're not going to do uh, sketches. We can't do that every week because you know what happens. What happens? But they just go to shit. Yeah. So um, we're going we're gonna to have a bad sex special. <laughs> so take off your trousers. Today, Earlier in the week I was talking... Oh no, last week, sorry. I was talking about uh, Romeo and Juliet. Um, so it seemed fitting, I think, and it's, it's a Valentine's-y sort of So now we're, we're, we're going to balance out the, quotes greatest love story ever told with, with some the worst sex ever written. Terrible literary sex. So the Bad Sex Award has been held by um, the Literary Review Okay. for, I think, it's over, over 20 years, maybe Goodness. going on 30 years. 30 years of bad sex. Yeah, and they, they basically award the worst... Uh, erotic writing in it has to be said non erotica oh. novels so it's it's literary fiction generally um, or, or yeah well fiction has James Patterson ever won uh, I, of course I did look and um, I couldn't see I'm not sure if it's just UK people oh, okay but yeah so uh, I just thought I'd read some out to you we can discuss mm-hmm. I think we can Critique. we're obviously seasoned critics now yep highly intelligent yep uh, and I think we can discuss where they went wrong. We can, uh, or perhaps su- su- suggest improvements. We might, we might disagree. We might think they're brilliant. Okay. Um, I thought, as well as taking the mic, talking about how funny they are, I think we should also give them a fair shot at pulling off what they intended to do and ranking them um, for how aroused we become. Okay. So if you're comfortable with it, yeah, for sure. Um, if you can just give me a one to ten of how erect you become as I as I read these out. Sure, I can do it on a I can do it on a sort of ninety degree to. 180 degree angle scale, if you see what I mean. Cool. Uh, yeah, or the 1 to 10. I was just going to do the same, but 1 to 100. Okay. Just because there's that much more <laughs> data to account for. But um, yeah, so, so we'll start off with 2003. This is from... Oh, these are not all winners, by the way. They can't all be winners. They can't all be winners. They're, they're, they're just ones that I've randomly <laughs> copied and pasted off um, free sites. This is a proper, like, phoned-in uh, <laughs> content special. Should I just turn it off and do a clip show? Yeah, yeah. Um, last week on Foul Papers. <laughs> and I haven't actually read them all. Some okay. of them I've read. I know what's coming, literally, in some of them. <laughs> I don't in others. So this is The Stranger at the Palazzo, a Palazzo <clears throat> Doro by Paul Theroux. This is from 2003. Paul through. Paul through. Oh, okay. Oh, there are some heavy hitters on this, Adam. Yeah. Um, Louis Dowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The travel writer. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I haven't... I don't think I've read... No. The softness of her skin in the dark, far softer seeming because of the dark, was irresistible, and the aroma of her lily-fragrant perfume mingled with the cat smell of her steaming cunt. <laughs> oh! There we go. Made me salivate and pant like a lion. My oh. nose tormented by damp fur and hot blood. Oof. Oof. Still, I could not tell where her soft skin ended and her silk began, and the complexity of her vaginal lips was like another elaborate silken garment she had put on for me oh. to stroke. I adored the gleam of her body in the light from the street lamps and the blistered moon. 
She knelt and worshipped my cock with her mouth and her gloved hands, and she cried out louder than uh, she cried out louder than I did when I came, spattering her face as she licked. Oof. Oof. There's a lot to um... gloves. She's wearing gloves for starters. That caught me. Um... Yeah. Can I can I can I give a negative rating for how aroused that made me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a negative three. I, I, I'm going to give it a two, but again, because it's out of a hundred, that might be just something resettling down there. Because I think Paul, I think Paul Theroux must have decided that in order to really give this the realism, he had to use hard, hard language. Yeah, he had to use the word cunt, or else it wouldn't, you know, cozy old Paul Theroux. Steaming cunt. See, up in up in Scotland, that's somebody who's really drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the cat stuff. Like, yeah, he, uh, he gets very visceral with his lion imagery. There, mingled with the cat smell of her. Ste- I'm not See, cat, say it again. cat smell. I I thought for a second was the smell of her house. She had a lot of cats. Yeah, it's very like dowdy smell. When no, but when you like go into somebody's house who has a lot of cats, yeah, and they've obviously lived there with their cats long enough, they don't notice it anymore. Yeah, but it's very obvious to anyone who maybe there's a been a cat living in a steaming <laughs> it's just she's just not noticed anymore you know some people it. are into that really know, putting creatures up there oh are we going to get yeah. any of those in any of these readings uh i hope not but someone i'm not sure if i can how i can frame this because i can't implicate anyone but someone i know um <laughs> who is a nurse oh things things that have been removed from yeah from places found let me get this story right Someone, I think, went into toxic shock. Oh, like like anaphylactic, like tox- yeah. toxoplasmosis. Whatever they couldn't work out what was wrong until they took an x-ray. And uh, someone showed this person the x-ray. And there was this little thing near the uh, the base of the spine. He said, "What? what's that, do you reckon? She looked really, really closely. And it was the skeleton of a gerbil <gasps> in a condom. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. Can I give that story the worst sex award? <laughs> that's 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 starting off as very grim terms. But what's incredible Holy is shit. this person who was into that was obviously so used to it. Just like you say, they didn't even like bother bringing people. it up. No, no, but they 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 just forgot it was there. Oh my god! <laughs> like where were the where were the you know. How quickly can that person... I'm assuming it's a he. It's a kind of bloke thing to do, isn't it? Maybe that's sexist. I don't know. But <laughs> I can't imagine it being a woman. Um, how many gerbils can that guy be going through for that just to become normal? When does, when, when does, that, stop, when does that stop being a sex thing and become a crime? Um, when does that become animal cruelty? I'll tell you what. I think the moment the gerbil <laughs> goes into the condom... <laughs> <laughs> the moment its head crosses Uranus, <laughs> it's become a crime. When the um, when when the gerbil and Uranus are in the ascendancy, that's when you've put it this way. If you ate the gerbil, that would be a crime. Yeah, but less of a crime than. It's not less of a crime from the gerbil's perspective. <laughs> it's the same fate, <laughs> just a different atmosphere. <laughs> Just a different, just just a different entrance. Yeah, we've gone way off. We've gone way immediately. off. Immediately, that's only the first one. Well, you know, these these this, or no matter how bad the sex writing might be, it could inspire something within us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this next one is from two. Was the last one from two thousand and three? Yeah, this was also from two thousand and three. Oh, wow, Bunker Landmark Thirteen year. by um, Annie Rudder Bahal. Um, oh yeah, this one. This one sounds like a, a killer song. She's taking off her blouse. It's on the floor. Her breasts are placards for the endomorphically endowed. 
In spite of yourself, a soft whistle escapes you. She's taking off her trousers now. They are, a heap, <laughs> they are a heap on the floor. Her panties are white and translucent. What's that, you ask? You see a designer pussy. Oh. Hair razored in the shape of a swastika. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad we weren't singing that bit. <laughs> Is that the end? That, oh, yeah, that's the end of the segment. Of the whole book. That's the whole book, yeah. Jesus. Cliffhanger. But see, I, I think I've seen Bunker 13 on a shelf before. Really? I think I, I am, I'm aware of that book's existence, but I did not know it came it came along with, with, with that. People associate bunkers and swastikas with different kinds of killers. Yes, mass killers. And they don't associate them with breasts that are placards for the endomorphically endowed. That is a... That's a man with a, who writes with thesaurus beside his computer. Yeah, or white and translucent panties. Oh, that is something that's going to crop up a lot. Is Robosity. thesaurus fuckers, <laughs> people who midway through sex leaf through a thesaurus. <laughs> um, okay, should we leave that one? I, I don't. There's think nothing. So. I, I mean, what can we? What can? What can we do for a, a swastika shaved into your puss? That 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 takes time. Yeah, and effort. Yeah. Them, Fiddly, wouldn't you think? So that, I, I'd assume that would take upwards of maybe an hour. Yeah. Is there no no point in that process? Would you ever just stop and have a little bit of self reflection? Yeah. The kind of the, the kind of post masturbatory guilt of shaving a <laughs> shaving a swastika. Your pubes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Jesus, still two thousand and three. I promise it speeds up. Um. The crimes are by Nicola McCauley. As in T S A R. T S A R. Yeah. It's all right. I won't break, she whispered. She felt him aware of his size and weight, his care not to hurt her. She moved to accommodate him and felt the blind probings before he slipped inside her. He was bigger than she had remembered. She tilted her hips and felt the weight of her balls on her. What? Small expansive skin between vagina and anus. Perineum. Was that it? Her mind screamed, Shut up, Lucy! You're not doing the cosmopolitan crossword now! <coughs> it was only a matter of time before Cosmo kind of turned up. Yeah, yeah. Do you, but incidentally, do you say perineum or perineum? I think when I have to, I'd say perineum. Perineum. Uh, I've always said perineum. Always. That's, that's, all, that's what we say about Ash, always saying <laughs> perineum. There's two types of people in the world. Those that say perineum, those that say gooch. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that that is uh, th- that actually. I maybe should have put that one later because there's a lot of, as I just said, people who like shag with the thesaurus open. She's the actually that's the only character who sort of reprimands themselves for. Why are you wondering if it's called the perineum? <laughs> that is, I think that's that's closer to realistic sex writing than either of the previous two. Still shit. Still shit. That, d- remember, her mind screamed. Okay, uh, tangent. The voice inside your head, can you control the volume of it? <laughs> Does it have a volume? Well, like, if you're, if, if, when, you, when, you, when you have your, your inner monologues... Yeah. Are you aware of the volume? Can you make it shout? No, I don't think so. I can change the tone. 
Really? Do you yeah. walk around and like, um, well, Adam, that's not a, that's not a very good idea. <laughs> well, Let's I think... go for it, Adam. <laughs> well, no, that's that's the voices. I'm talking about the voice. Oh. Come on. <laughs> also, you don't. Do, do you refer to yourself in the in the? I when I was a kid, I used to weirdly, and but it sounds weird. I think it sounds creepier than it is. I used to refer to myself in the plural. Ashes. No, 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 no. Not in the third. Not like not like that. I used to. I used to say things like, uh, if I was work, if I was doing work or whatever, I would say, "We us. We just need to get this done." Oh, okay, so the royal we. Yeah, it was kind of a royal we. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. N- I never, never say one of the ashes must go and do yeah. this. Well, the, the other, other ashes, ashes must have a bath. Yeah. Well, because I think that I've. For, it, it, it's more. It's more like an internal conversation. Yeah. Where yeah. It's more like. It's it's oh. which makes we make sense. Have you, have you read? There's a book by Christ. It's I think it's called Inner Voices. Yeah, and it's about the voice in your head. Hmm. And oh Christ, I'm going to look it up because it's a serious recommendation. Actually, what we're saying really is that it's more of an inner dialogue than an inner monologue. Yeah, and I think that I think a lot of people call on that voice to write the dialogue in their books. Because I think you have to you have to process the conversation that you're writing in your head to yeah. be realistic. I still don't think it would say it would name you. No. Oh, shut up, Adam! You Sh- idiot! I think but that, I th- that wouldn't happen. But I think I think that's when it becomes like a med- a mental condition. Yeah, when, or, when, when when the voice in your head starts to put you down. Yeah, or I think people, I think people actually adopt a lot of the styles in which they see the inner voice portrayed. Mm-hmm. Like in in movies and in books, the voices within by Charles Ferniehow. Charles what? Ferniehow. 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 F e r n y h o u g h. Okay. And it's and it's a really good book, but it fucks with your head. Oh really? Because you because it makes you think about the voice in your head, and when you start thinking about it too hard, everything starts to go wrong. You start thinking about the cosmopolitan crossword instead. Exactly, and how to pronounce perineum. Perineum. I once heard someone say, confuse periphery and, and perineum. And the perineum of your vision. Yeah, it's just, oh, I, just, I just clocked her in my perineum, something <sighs> like that. Right, 2004, we're finally moving on a year. Thank God. I was about to, th- I was starting to think they'd quarantined all the bad sex writing in 2003. Yeah, um, and I'm afraid we're going to speak ill of the dead a bit. Well, not really, but it's a Tom <sighs> Wolfe book. Who is it? Oh, okay. Well, it's last year. Yeah. He's cold, right? <laughs> I, I also think that the cold, you know, the cold of the grave doesn't excuse you from the crimes of the bad sex writing you've done in the past. I think, from what I know of Tom Wolfe, which isn't much, he'd have a sense of humour about this. Sure. Um, I Am Char- Charlotte Simmons is the book. And it's got a grim beginning. Brace yourself. Going in. Going in. <laughs> Going in raw. Slither, 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 oh, slither, fuck. went the tongue. <laughs> oh, no! But the hand, that was what she tried to concentrate on. The hand. Since it has the entire terrain of her torso to explore and not just the otorhinolaryngological caverns. What the fuck is it up with these people and their medical terminology? Otorhinolaryngological caverns. Is, is that like the bit between your neck and your chest? Because lar- your larynx is your throat. Yeah. yeah. What's the rest of it? Just say throat. Throat. Oh God, it was not just at the border. It was not just... 
It was not just at the border where the flesh of the breast joins the pectoral sheath of the mm, chest. Nice. No, the hand was cupping her entire right. Now, she must say, no, Hoyt, and talk to him like a dog. Cats and dogs, no? Jesus. The fingers went under the elastic of the panties. Moan, 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 went Hoyt as he slithered, 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 uh, slithered. And caress, 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 like caress, it, caress went the fingers. I don't like it. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Until they must be only eight inches from the border um, of her pubic hair. A public hair, it actually says. Her and I've copied hair. and pasted it. So her public I, hair. It must be her public hair. What's that? Her panties were so wet down. There, the fingers had definitely reached the outer strand of the field of pubic hair and would soon plunge into the wet mess that was waiting right. Oh, there, there. my God. Ooh. That's the worst one yet. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? Slither, Who, slither, no, slither no one, went the tongue. <laughs> slither, slither, slither went the tongue is going to be the prelude to my nightmares. Yeah. Why? Well, I think that no, nobody has sex and thinks about how many more inches they have to go until... Yeah, yeah. It all comes up with otorhinolaryngological. On on the fly, no. Makes you wish someone would just say, uh, we did it on the stairs and then in <laughs> bath. <laughs> and then with the telly on. And then with telly on once. Um, should we no. just move on from that one? Because that was... That was that that was the worst one that so far. That was pretty grotesque, did, did, it? did that one win? Uh, I assume so. Because if it didn't, what the fuck what, else? What did? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know who Giles Corrin is? Not a name I've come across. Sort of an amiable guy in a jumper. Does columns. Okay. And he's, and he's, and he's, and he's written erotic fiction. Bit of a twat. Okay, bit of a twat. Okay. Uh, not, not, um, not erotic fiction. That's the one rule for this, is you can't, you can't allow erotic fiction. Interest, interestingly... Oh, no, no, no. He's, 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 he's written he's fiction He's written erotic that has a sex scene yeah. in it. Interestingly, you also apparently can't be considered if you're an MP... Oh, is, 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 the, is the assumption just because all MPs would write bad Shit, sex scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that came up because Vince Cable published a debut oh. novel like a couple of years ago and it was considered and then they decided, oh no, he's an MP, so he can't. Um, so yeah. Oh, well. So this is Winkler by Giles Corrin, a nice fluffy columnist. columnist. Are you ready? It, this is one big he, sentence. He's, so going strap to, in. he's going to be some kind of depraved sex pervert, isn't he? <laughs> And he came hard in her mouth, and his dick jumped round and rattled on her teeth, and he blacked out, and she took his dick out of her mouth and lifted herself from his face and whipped the pillow away, and he gasped and glugged at the air. And he came again so hard that his dick wrenched out of her hand, and a shot of it hit him straight in the eye and stung like nothing he'd ever had in there. And he yelled with the pain, but the yell could have been anything, and she grabbed at his dick, which was leaping around like a shower dropped in an empty bath. She scratched his back deeply with the nails of both hands and he shot three more times in thick stripes on her chest like Zorro. (laughs) (laughs) That was hilarious. Yeah. You should write more like that. Yeah. That's literally one sentence. Oh no, like Zorro is a new sentence. Has this man ever had an orgasm? I don't know. Like, let's not get too graphic, but we both probably share the same equipage as Giles Corrin. Have you ever... Had, have you ever thought? Oh, it's like a shower. It's it's it's. it's I it's, assume he means sh- he actually he doesn't even put shower head. He just puts it's like a shower dropped in an empty bath, just like so whole water. whole unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that the the idea of it, I think the the better imagery would have been like when you leave a hose on the ground and it's flailing around. I yeah. think that's what he was going for. Yeah. 
But I don't. That doesn't have. That's just not how that he's works. He's given away how posh he is, isn't he? And how powerful a shower he can afford. Yeah, he's got a very high water pressure. Because if shower, he drops my it. shower, and this is not a metaphor for my penis, it would just fall limply. <laughs> yeah, mine and too. just sort of dribble. Yeah, I think it would be just a sad little dribble pooling at my feet. And again, it's not a metaphor <laughs> for my penis. <laughs> So that that was that was the funniest one we've had so far. We, yeah. we, we, we didn't even get onto the fact that he ended that paragraph with a reference to Zorro, like Zorro. <laughs> which also which also belies how how boring a man this must be. We also he, he comes about five or six times, including once in his own eye. <laughs> is this is is he talking about six distinct orgasms, or is he just talking about the continuation of he one? He does say, "And he came again." Hmm. So hard that his dick wrenched out of her hand and a shot of that's it the problem. hit him straight in the eye. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that, that, no, that's the funniest bit. And stung like nothing he'd ever had in there. Like he's regularly putting other things in his eye. Like, it was worse than toothpaste. It was worse than... <laughs> worse than my own finger. Yeah, worse than a fly. I'm, I'm thinking that... Um, so my, my, when it said his, his dick wrenched out of her hand, yeah. the first place my mind went was it just flew across the room yeah off him <laughs> kind of like kind of like a you've, you've let a balloon go and it's yeah, going yeah, the room. just deflating across the room yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it pinged him in the eye yeah yeah that is exactly what it sounds like <laughs> well it goes to show what i've always suspected is that anyone called giles is a maniac <laughs> secretly a maniac <laughs> that, okay. that, before we move on i yeah. do i want to make the point that um, this make him up again this sounds like an um, unfulfilled fantasies being being thought out loud for the first time oh god yes yes uh now 2007 was skipped a year i don't know maybe it was all good sex in 2006 okay um i'm so glad this one made the list and it's weird because i only decided i only decided we should probably do this like a couple of days ago but i just read this book and it's a bag of shit what book is it it's called will by christopher rush and it's about shakespeare on his deathbed recounting his life to a lawyer does he have does he have some recollections of his his erotic escapades yeah there's loads of erotica and there's quite a lot of um shitting as well but okay. it's such an uh, just just quickly to before we get to the sex part it's a crap book um shakespeare lies on his bed quoting his own plays for the entire novel in a can you notice how well i can quote the plays sort of way which is irritating which which just just sounds like a, a christopher rush circle jerk yeah also, do you know Christopher Rush? Like, had you heard of him before? I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> it it copies almost word for word and almost page for page some of the historical detail for, by, from a biography by Peter Ackroyd okay. on Shakespeare. Literally, the same little bits of detail that Peter Ackroyd plucks up for his, like, about what life was like in Stratford. Does he say, like, thanks, Peter, in the dedication or something? Is there any record? No, no, no. There's acknowledgements at the end, and he lists loads of books, and Peter Ackroyd is just one of them. I've just read both books almost back-to-back, and Christopher Rush's reads like a crappy novelisation of a great biography. One day, one day I'll tell you about the books that aren't about Shakespeare, Ash, and then we'll have a... a (laughs) What are they? (laughs) It's just bad sex, isn't it? (laughs) Um, okay, so Will by Christopher Rush, 2007. Don't buy it. <laughs> oh, by the way, the whole book is a monologue from Shakespeare, so whatever I'm reading today is the voice of the bard. Okay, William. Oh, glorious pubes. The ultimate triangle, whose angles delve to hell but point to paradise. Let me sing the black banner, the blackbird's wing, the chink, the cleft, the keyhole in the door, the fig, the fanny, the cranny, the quim. I'd come close to it now, this sudden blush, this ancient avenue, the end of all odysseys and epic aim of life, pulling at my prick now, 
pulling like a lodestone. Anne Hathaway's cow-milking fingers cradling my balls in her arm and palm now took pity on the poor, anguished erection. <laughs> and the, in the infinite agony of her desire, guided it to the quick of the wound. 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 Gash. The standout. Yeah. Ugh. Wound is a... Yeah, that crops up a few times. At the same time, I searched wildly with the fingers of my left hand, groping blind as Cyclops, found the pulpy furred wetness parted the old lips of time and slipped my middle finger into the Sancta Sanctorum. Oof. Oof. So, 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 so this, this, um, Cyclops was blinded in Greek mythology. Do you think he maybe came in his own eye before this? And then he yeah, the, Cyc- <laughs> the Cyclops. <laughs> it was after, after uh, furiously masturbating his abandoned hose like one-eyed cock accidentally blinded his one-eyed head. <laughs> and he couldn't find anything with his left hand. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so... Hang on, I haven't actually finished. Oh, fuck's sake, it keeps going. So her sancta, this is about her sancta sanctorum. Yep. Uh, which is between the old lips of time. It welcomed me with a soft sucking, with soft sucking sounds, syllables older than language, solace lovelier than words. She pulled my hand away, positioned the prick, slid her buttocks deep into the grass, raised her thighs back high, crossed her legs behind my back, dug her heels into my spine, and hauled at me savagely and hard. I fell into her. So what's what what's the what's the context and setting of this book? Because they really talk about Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Why? That's his wife. What? Yeah, Shakespeare's wife's called Anne Hathaway. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. I think the actress was um, probably cunningly named cunningly after. named Anne. These are things that I didn't know. Yeah, now you know. Now I know. And I found out about it on a podcast about bad sex writing. Yeah, well, you can learn You can learn something even from a crappy book. Which is, I, I, I do think we should do some Shakespeare history at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I fucking know nothing about Shakespeare, apparently. Well, I have been doing some Shakespeare history but did on you? the sidelines. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Like the, in the, Where in am the, I? In the Shakespeare <laughs> episodes <laughs> ones, I, I have talked a bit of Shakespeare history. Have you talked about Anne Hathaway? Um, yeah, in uh, Romeo and Juliet. Okay, well, I've not listened to that one yet. Yeah, that's because I haven't actually uploaded it there yet. We're recording, this, <laughs> recording this shortly afterwards. Um, okay, we'll move on from that one because it's, it's, it's no fun. It's just, it's just torturous. It is. Um, unlike this one. Uh, 2009, The Death of Bunny Munro by oh, Nick, Nick Cave. Cave. You know the... Um, I know this where I've read this. Really? Yes. The, the Nick Cave, the troubled Australian uh, cowboy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think I, I think I know exactly what bit this is going to be, but carry, on you go. Yeah. Um, shall I do an Australian accent? Um, this is this is this one is entirely on your shoulders. I I take no responsibility for what's about to come out of Ash's mouth. Bunny lies on his back on the sofa. He is naked, and his clothes sit in sad little heaps in the living room floor. River, is that Australian? That's yeah. So, yeah okay. River, also naked. <clears throat> Straddles is going. Oh, by the way, two characters called Bunny and River. Uh, River, also naked, straddles him and with enormous verve moves piston-like over his unresponsive body. Bunny's considerable member, that's another word that will come back to haunt us, retains a certain curiosity. It must be said, but the rest of him feels wholly disembodied, as if it attaches no intrinsic value to the matter at hand. He feels like the flinched blubber a butcher may trim from a choice fillet of prime English beef, and as the song says, he has never felt this way before. This is completely new territory for him. 
He can see that the hard globes of River's breasts are perfect and better than the real thing, and he attempts to lift his arm in order to pinch her nipples, which are the size and texture of licorice jelly spogs, or stick his finger in an arsehole or something. (laughs) (laughs) But realises with a certain amount of satisfaction that he can't be fucked, and he lets his arm drop to the side. I, I, I think that might be what having sex with Nick Cave would be like. Nick Cave is too cool for your arsehole. <laughs> that, that is the message to take away from this. He's cool, too cool and mysterious to be fucked with your arsehole. Um, yeah, what a book. Uh, I mean, is it as shit as that? It, it, it carries on in a similar tone. Okay. So, yeah. it's, a lot of, it's, 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 it's a lot of can't be fucked. Very, very lazy. Another arsehole I can't be fucked with. <laughs> Um, I forgot to write down the author's name for this one, but it's called Mr. Peanut, the book. And it's, and it's from <laughs> I, I choose to believe the author is also called, called Mr. Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut by Mr. Peanut. <laughs> by Donald Parsnips. My life in peanuts. Well, well, I'll tell you what. So as far as we know, this book could have been written by Donald Parsnips. Mm. So this is Donald Parsnips' go at writing Mr. Peanut. erotica. Yeah, uh, this is from 2010. Oof. And it, oof. Yeah. He buried his face in ha- into Hannah's cunt like a wanderer who'd found water in the desert. <laughs> she tasted like a hot biscuit flavoured with pee. <laughs> with what? Pee. <laughs> Fucking hell. She grabbed his scruff and pulled his face to hers. They kissed and she took his cock. It felt as thick as a Louisville slugger. she wouldn't slugger. give it back. Uh, mine now. And guided him in. When he exploded, and he exploded quickly, (laughs) he felt as if his heart had liquefied and then been shot out of him up through her vagina and uterus and her ovaries and up over her diaphragm and somehow down the vena cavity to her heart. Fuck off! His own, now coating hers. Put down that copy of Grey's Anatomy, dickhead. Stop it, man. Stop, stop, stop. Woof. So that was... Whoever you are, Mr. Peanut. Whoever you are, Mr. Peanut. Slow it down. (laughs) She tasted like a hot biscuit, biscuit flavoured with, with pee. He speaks as if he knows. He's, he, he speaks as if he's... Do you have he, any he, of those... He, he, do you have those... Biscuits flavoured with... biscuits in? <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> Got any biscuits? McVitie's biscuits. Oh. How many more of these are there, by the way? Um, we're on 2011, and I think there's one a year, and then <laughs> three for 2018. <laughs> But they're shorter, they're shorter. Shall, okay. I, shall I truck on? Do you want to just rattle through some Let's of these? Let's rattle through then. Uh, Lee Child. No. Lee Child, 2011. Well, I say no, but of course. Um, this is uh, Lee Child. Is it is it politically correct to suggest he might be remedial? <laughs> I don't know anything about Lee Child. I've, I've avoided. Okay. Well, you're about to uh, get your first taste. Long and slow, long and slow, deep and easy. She flushed and gasped. So did I. Long and slow, then faster and harder. Then we were panting. Faster, harder, faster, harder. Panting. This is a man who needs the thesaurus. Someone give Lee <laughs> yeah, the yeah, thesaurus. Yeah, share back. that thesaurus around. Wait, she said. What? Wait, wait, she said. Not now, not yet. Slow down. And then in a brilliant mirroring of the paragraph Speed before. Speed up, Speed up. Long and slow, long and slow, breathing hard, panting. Okay, she said. Okay, now, now, now. Faster and harder, faster, harder, faster, harder. The room began to shake. This, this, this is like a Philip Glass song. Minimal. <coughs> Not very much to hang on to there. M- minimalist sex writing. Yeah. 
um, and doesn't get to the point. So it's it's sort of like the worst of both worlds in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, next one. 2011 also. Chris Adrian, the great knight. He came standing with both hands thrown high over his head and his lady lifted to the stars on his impossibly stiff, impossibly <laughs> eloquent cock. <laughs> no, impossibly eloquent cock. Um, yeah, we don't need to read any more of that one. Either. That's fucking excellent. What's I am his impossibly eloquent cock. Why? Why is that? Why is that on the bad text rating list? There, I know that's terrific, isn't it? That, 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 that could only be made better if his hands were on his hips. Yeah, what they were? I think his hands were above his head. Oh no, yeah, they were above his head. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Next, next, twenty twelve, the Yips by Nicola Barker. Know this one? Do you? Not read it, but I know it. She smells of almonds like a plump Bakewell pudding. I. I I hate that kind of thing where it's like what, bakewell pudding. Yeah, like bakewell pudding, which is made of almonds. You know, it's like she smells like almonds. You know, like that thing made with almonds, like cyanide. Yeah, he was fat like a fat guy. <laughs> she smells of almonds like a plunk bakewell bakewell pudding, and he is the spoon, the whipped cream, the helpless dollop of warm custard. <laughs> you know, like custard. Would you think custard? Would you categorize or or um, or think of custard as helpless? Of, 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 of all of When the, you sit down to a pudding, do you go, oh, look, I'll have some of the helpless custard. custard. <laughs> I think out, out of all of the, the dessert condiments, it's probably the most helpless. Yeah. Um, she steams. He applauds. Like he, steam pudding. <laughs> or steaming something else. <laughs> she steams. He applauds. His tongue, <laughs> he claps. Uh, his tongue hanging out like a bloodhound espying a raw chop in a cartoon. She is topped with melted apricot jam. It makes her shine. Beneath that, the spongy gold, the give, the softness. Is this man having sex with a Bakewell tart? He's just fucking a Bakewell pudding, isn't he? <laughs> then still further down, the firmer butteriness, yep, of yep. a thin baked layer of crumbling short crust. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's just, he's, 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 he's fucking some pastry. Next. Yeah. 2012 also, Infrared by Nancy Huston, or Houston. In a delirium of restrained desire, I weigh, stroke and lick Kamal's balls. Then take his <laughs> penis in my hands, between my breasts, into my mouth. He sits up, reaches for me, and I allow him to explore me in turn. He runs his tongue and lips over my breasts, the back of my neck, my toes, my stomach, the countless treasures between my legs. Countless? Countless. Really? Like, what else have you got down there, love? <laughs> uh, oh, the sheer ecstasy of lips and tongues on genitals, either simultaneously or in alteration. Never will I tire of that silvery fluidity, my sex swimming in joy like a fish in water, myself freed of both self and other. The quivering sensation, self freed from self. Self-freed from self and some, someone half-read Freud. And the other Freud. thing. The quivering sensation, the carnal pink palpitation that detaches you from all colour and flesh. You bo- the pink palpitation that, te- that, det- <laughs> that detaches you from all colour. Okay. And all flesh, making you see only stars, constellations, milky ways, propelling you bodiless and soulless into the undulating space where undulating skies make your non-body undulate. Huh. An orgasm, the way a man's face is transformed by orgasm. Oh, it's not true, they all look alike. You have to be either miserable or broke or furiously blasé <laughs> and sarcastic to say they all look alike. To me, every climax is unique. That one is. Yeah, that's a, what, what, what a unique bit of sex. Have you ever had it so good that you are propelled bodiless and soulless into, another into, dimension, basically. into undulating space where the undulating skies make your non-body undulate? No, I must be doing something wrong. How dead on a scale of absolutely deceased to long deceased do you think her editor was for that to get through um the one the one the, the one the one note i'm gonna leave on that one yeah is calling anyone calling their genitals their sex 
can fucking do one. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. absolutely do one. Although I've got to say, it, it, I can't not like it because of furiously blasé. <laughs> furiously blasé goes right along with the with the elo- uh, the eloquent cock. Yeah, I aspire to be furiously blasé. Um, okay, uh, 2013, Jonathan Grimwood's The Last Banquet. This is about a chef in 18th century France. We get a bit of detail with oh. this one. You know the peasant saying, if you can't imagine how neighbouring vi- vineyards can produce such different wines, put one finger in your woman's quim and another up her ass. Then taste both and stop asking stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers found both vineyards. At the front, she tasted salt as anchovy and as delicious. At the rear, bitter like chocolate and smelling strangely of tobacco. Mm. Yeah. I have a feeling if I if I was reading a book about a chef, yeah. I would want to be titillated with nice stories about food. Not him just Not tasting him arseholes. Shit. Yeah. I'd be like Nick Cave. I was like, I can't be <laughs> fucked with this arsehole, mate. <laughs> uh, that guy's name is Jonathan Grimwood. That was I incredibly think, I think grim. He, I think it suits yeah. him. Um, 2015. List of the Lost. Morrissey. Oh, another another yeah. pop another pop singer. Another oh, fucking um, Morrissey. We should probably have stuck to pop singing. Man, fuck Morrissey. Yeah, fuck. Love him. the Smiths. Fuck Morrissey. I don't even really love the Smiths, but let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. Not now. At this, oh, it's another fucking sentence. At this, Eliza and Ezra rolled together into the one giggling snowball of full-figured copulation, screaming and shouting as they playfully bit and pulled at each other in a dangerous and clamorous roller coaster coil of sexually violent rotation with Eliza's breast barrel rolled across Ezra's howling mouth and the pained frenzy of his bulbous salutation extenuating his excitement as it whacked and smacked its way to every muscle of Eliza's body except for the otherwise central zone. Oh, fuck Morrissey. So... We did it, but not in the bum. So that sounds like Morrissey. That sounds like Morrissey describing sex as some kind of helicopter crash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe we've had two sort of singers who are thought of as quite attractive by people. To See, I think these, these, these are both singers who people sort of classify as like poets. What's your favourite Nick Cave song? Oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big Nick Cave man. My darkening mind. Where the darkness darkly darkens, but my baby, it's getting dark. You know, because there's a real like... Baby, it's dark outside. Yeah. <laughs> These lyrics, there's a real real darkness there, in a way. What's your favourite What's your favorite Smith song? Uh, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I couldn't name one. <laughs> I, I, could, I, I should have maybe done a, a Morrissey voice. At this, Eliza and Ezra roll together into the one giggling snowball. I can't even be bothered. No, that's perfect. That's that's that's, that's better than that's better than most late era Smiths. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, is the one like Hector was Hector was the in his gun? Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, that is one. Um, I'll say that one then because it's the only one I can think of. Uh, bulbous salutation. That's, bulbous salutation. That's his cock. That's that's the second. Worst description of a Boba penis. salutation. The, the only thing that's worse than that was the billiard rack, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, um, Morrissey is one of the few people to have responded to a, winning the prize. He actually oh, really? Did, did, did he go and pick up the trophy like at the Razzies? No, some people have. Okay. Some people have said, I've been proud. I wish I'd had a list of those because we could honour them. Most don't, funnily enough. Um, he called it a repulsive horror. That that's, sums up... All, all the things I love to think about Morrissey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. Um, okay, 2017. We've jumped ahead. Fucking hell. Uh, the Destroyers by Christopher Bollen. Okay. 
she covers her breasts with her swimsuit. The rest of her remains so delectably exposed. I fucking hate that kind of creep. Delectably. Oh, so delectably there for me just to admire. The skin along her arms and shoulders are different shades of tan like water stains in a bathtub. God, there's been a lot of baths, haven't there? This, this, there, there is something erotic about baths, but nobody has tapped into it as of yet. If there is something erotic about baths, it's not the water stains. It's not the water stains, and it's not what happens when you drop a shower head into one. <laughs> not a shower head. The entire the shower. The entire shower. The whole, the whole unit. Like water stains in a bathtub, her face and vagina are competing for my attention, so I glance down at the... B- this guy's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> so I glance down at the billiard rack of my penis and testicles. The billiard rack. I think I actually remember that one. <clears throat> I hate, hate, hate this guy. Yeah, another Christopher. Christopher Bollen. Whew. So, so who, what, what was it? Was it Giles? What was the other one called? Christopher Rush was Will. No, no but who's, who was the, what was the other name? that we The decided? shower one. Yeah, who was that? That Giles Corrin. So I think Giles and Christopher's can't, can't be writing good but, sex. Are they the worst, do you, do you think? So? Oh, we haven't, do, we, should we just checked in with the erect- rectometer? I'm at, um, I'm at uh, nine. I'm I'm continued to go backwards. Okay, I'm at nine just because um, I'm furiously blasé and I always have a have a little bit of a bonk on. Um, okay, uh, 2018 now. Scoundrels: The Hunt for Hanselap by Major Victor Cornwall. Oh no! Oh, you I know. know it's going to be good. With his no, majors. I know. I, I know this one. Oh really? I've seen it on the shelves. It's a kind of. You know, like Flashman. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like sub Flashman, uh, written by a couple of old majors. Written by a couple of boring old white men who wished that they were rollicking, bollocking nineteenth-century adventurers. Major bollocks. Major bollocks. Uh, Major Victor Cornwall and Major Arthur St John Trevelyan. They do sound like the picture. The picture I remember on the front of the cover is kind of caricatured of the authors. Oh. In front of like a gentleman's club or like in an armchair or something, oh, and, you, and you you can just tell these guys are incredibly they're either very self satisfied, yeah, or incredibly insecure. Somewhat missed the boat with the Flashman craze, yes. haven't they? But go on, I I could not believe. The I'm se- obviously going to do this voice for I, it. I, I couldn't believe that there was sex in these because from the covers they looked so absolutely completely sexless. Oh, that oh. I I'm I'm trembling in anticipation to hear this. Well, because they're majors, I'm going to do it like this. <laughs> Empty my tanks, I begged breathlessly, as once more she began drawing me deep inside her pleasure cave. Oh. Her vaginal ratchet moved in concertina-like waves, slowly chugging my organ as a boa constrictor your, swallows its prey. Your wife, your, your wife's here, Major. What would, what, what, what would you like me to say to her? Well, show her the old billiard rack, Tommy. Soon I was locked in, balls deep, ready to be ground down by the enamelled pepper mill within her. That is actually about what I expected from looking at that book. Yeah, really? Yeah. I read I, I read the back cover and it looked like it looked like somebody had read Flashman mm. and somebody had read you know the Devil in Amber by Mark Gatiss. Uh yes. Kind of like kind of quite sort of sexy noir. Yeah. Someone had read read both of those two and completely misunderstood them. Yeah. Also another theme among these is um swapping between metaphors very quickly. Her vaginal ratchet Yes. Moved concertina like. Yeah. Two, two, two unrelated within images. It, within three within three words. Yeah. Um slowly chugging like a boa constrictor, mm. three, swallows its prey. 
Then I was locked in, balls deep, ready to be ground down by the pepper mill within her. That's four, four in one completely sentence. unrelated kind of directions, movements, sensations, and, um, well, objects and snake. <laughs> yeah. Batshit. And the first and the first time we've had a reference to a snake this whole podcast, it's not been talking about a penis. It's been yeah, I talking know. about the, the, the movement of vaginal muscles. So. Yeah. It's weird for someone to say they that they took on Yeah. My my um penis was consumed as if by a snake. Can we move on from these guys? I tell you. Do you reckon those two old duffers like sat over that for a while with a with a with a shall we say a nine? <laughs> um coming up with that. Okay. 2018. Oh, here we go. Contemporary. Uh, connect. That was 2018 as well, I think. That last, yeah. Oh, Scoundrels. Jesus. Okay. 2018. Connect by Julian Goff. <laughs> he drops the bra to the floor, looks up into her eyes. It's too much. She, he kisses her chin, her mouth, and their tongues touch. Oh, too much. He slips his lips free with a soft suck. Why is Alan Bennett reading that? <laughs> That's not Alan Bennett. Um, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just. What I think a Julian talks like. <laughs> uh, moves up to kiss her strong nose on one side, then t'other. It's hard and soft at once. He moves back down till he is level with her breasts. They're small, she says, surprisingly shy, apologetic. They're perfect, he says. He kisses them, teases a nipple with his lips. It's so soft and then suddenly hard. Wow, he sucks on the hard nipple. He's never done this before and yet, no, wait, of course... It is totally oh. familiar. The first thing he ever did. Oh, no. He feels the huge change in meaning, in status. Ah. It is as if though he's grown up in a single suck. Everything transformed, and yet nothing has changed at all. <laughs> he sucks at a nipple as he lies it. on a bed, and it's 18 years later, and he sucks at a nipple as he lies on a bed, and his childhood falls away from him like a burnt-out booster stage from a rocket. It's fuel used up. It is now in orbit around a different planet. Oh. It's actually easier to do it in a stupid voice. It's less that's the horrid. W- that, that's, that's the worst one. Yeah, I think that is, isn't it? Because it's so um, kiddie. Uh, it's not just the voice. It's, it, 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 it's very it's, kiddie, but that's very clearly the author's own fetishes coming through yeah. into the writing there. Yeah. Someone. So I, I said earlier, someone had read and misunderstood Freud earlier. And this is somebody who read and fucking loved Freud. In, found immediate recognition. Yes. <laughs> from the blurb. <laughs> okay. Uh, 2018, second to last one, I think. Killing... Uh, oh. oh. You're a fan of... This one may be controversial. Killing Commendatore. Yes, I'm glad you said it. Mur- Murakami writes some of the worst sex in modern okay, fiction. Okay, you're okay with it then. I haven't read this one, so I have no idea. Um, well, I, should, I think b- b- before we start... Mm. Murakami writes the same sex scene in every book. I wouldn't. Okay, so you might recognise stuff in here. I've well, never I've, read. I've, I've, I've read this one. I've read. This oh, book. okay, okay. So he has he has a bizarre. As much as I like Murakami, he has his problems. Okay, and his problems come mostly with writing female characters and sex. And well, they he he only writes female characters in relation to sex. Oh, That's okay. the problem. Yeah, he writes them as sex objects. Yeah, which is it's not not he has a very bizarre hang up with pubic hair. Oh, okay. Does, well, does, does that come into this one? I haven't read this one, so I have no idea. Okay. Like now, before it. we start, if I attempted what I think Murakami's accent is, would that be not on? I think I think we have to leave that one behind. You can do that. I'll just do another silly accent, Jello. Do you want to do, 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 do this one as Nick Cave again? Um, 
Nick Cave. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I no, because I I can tell what what the uh, mood is. My ejaculation was violent and repeated. It's, it's that kind of mood. Sure. Again and again, semen poured from me, overflowing her vagina, turning the sheet sticky. There was... <laughs> that's so gross. There was nothing I could do to make it stop. <laughs> if it continued... almost dropped a shower head in the bathroom. It won't stop. Uh, if it continued, I, I worried I, 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 would be, <laughs> I would be completely emptied out. Yuzu slept deeply through it all without making a sound, her breathing even. Her sex, though, had contracted around mine and would not let go. It was as if an unshakable will of its own. It was as if it had an unshakable will of its own and was determined to wring every last drop from my body. Yeah, that's that's about right for a Murakami sex scene. Yeah, did I capture the tone? Uh, he, I think Murakami's the the male characters in Murakami are often pathetic. Yeah, okay. I think the fact that he's having sex with somebody who's asleep, yeah, shows the kind of character he's writing there. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that's another thing that's cropped up a few times: men who are powerless or rendered powerless by the sort of velocity and power of their own penises. Blossom of their own penises and the the uh, and the the, 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 the unconquerable <laughs> yeah. sexual energy of women apparently yeah yeah and I think I have a feeling that a lot of people who've I don't want to say a lot of a lot of people who've written these have never had sex before in their life but it does sound that but way but it does it does seem like that it does sound that way okay sorry there are two more two more both from 2018 Kismet by Luke Tredgett I have to say I've never heard of never it. heard of either. author or book she shuffles her head closer to his cock. Close no. Shuffles. <laughs> Shuffles. <laughs> Close enough to smell her own residue and then oh I think they've been at it. Already. Oh they've been going a while. Um then takes it in her mouth with the vague idea of cleaning it. <laughs> vague idea. Vague. Um Jeff mirrors this gesture by burying his head between her legs, and gradually she can feel his cock pumping with blood one pulse at a time, until it is long and hard and filling her wide open mouth. Come on, mate. Wide open. Wide open. Um, they stay in this position for a long time. Anna in her, in, her, in her barely open mouth. <laughs> in, her, in her, yeah, largely contracted mouth. Her straw-sucking mouth. <laughs> they stay in this position for a long time. Anna's sucking and slurping. Oh, yeah. What? With the same lazy persistence you'd use on a gobstopper or a stick of rock. Gross. That's awful. Kiddie again. Disgusting. Very kiddie. Eventually, she loses her sense of the context altogether of what she is doing or who she is with or where they are and becomes an empty vessel for what seem, feels like a disembodied consciousness. Once again, we're that getting sort of so Siddhartha. fucking stupid. So we're getting like on, Siddhartha hang on, hang on. levels of... Of what she's doing and who, who she is with and where they are and becomes an empty vessel for what feels like a disembodied... Con- you can't... So she's... So let me get this straight. She, you can't be a vessel for something she, yeah, disembodied. She's, well, she, she's an empty vessel that something else is moving In. into. Yeah. So, Who? so if something's in it, it's not empty, and it can't be a vessel for something disembodied. All, all, all we are are vessels with a consciousness in it. Yeah, a disembodied consciousness has no vessel. So all you're saying, if you become in it, if you're an empty vessel that is filled with a disembodied consciousness, you're just yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, she looks at the window and wonders how the glass feels encased within its wooden frame. <laughs> <laughs> not I think that's what this right. What's he called? Luke Tredgett. I think that's exactly what he sits and. Th- I wonder what it's like to be a window. <laughs> I wonder what it's like. Well, I think I think I think I think potentially the women who have sex with Luke Tredgett are staring at the window, thinking yeah, about yeah. rather being. I a wish window. I was a flower pot. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> well, as in, like, I would rather be a flower pot than continue Ten- to have sex Ten- with Luke Tredgett. I'd, yeah, or even read his book. 
Um, how the shaggy clouds feel like being blown across the sky. What you, walls you, felt like being splattered. And you cannot say web. the word shaggy when I'm not going to think of Scooby Doo. That, <laughs> that word has been lost. Also, you use the word shaggy in a in a sex scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, last one. Last one. 2018, Grace's Day by William Wall. Also, never heard of it. No. He's almost weightless. When he enters me, it hurts, and my pain belongs to the subterranean world, primitive he, as the wait, clay. He's, he, he's almost weightless. But when he... Yeah, so in which case it wouldn't hurt, would it? I, I, I don't know. I, I think that... You're mixing metaphors. But keep going. Keep going. Yeah, okay. Um, his body is slacker than I expected. A small paunch begins at his waist and settles in a downward parabola to his groin. So he's weightless, but he's got a paunch. He's we- <laughs> yeah, he's weightless, <laughs> but fat. Uh, his pubic hair is red. His erect penis is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Although I had I had imagined what they would feel like, read about them, seen them represented on toilet walls and magazines. I didn't see it before he entered me, but afterwards it is small and sticky and amusing. <laughs> That's quite good. I like that, actually. Um, I want to touch it, but I don't dare. I don't know the etiquette. He is 20 or more years older than me. This is sex. <laughs> Please tell me that last bit was written in all caps with a few exclamation marks. No, but marks. it was a sentence of its own. Okay. Um, was a, it was a sentence of its own. Actually, that I mean, um, I think that was a good one to end on because it aim, it, it gained a kind of post-coital um, coolness. Yeah, it's, it it ended unlike the other ones that seemed to be completely insatiable. He's captured the capricious uh, nature of the penis in saying that you know first it's this weightless fat thing that you can't get a grip on or imagine, and then afterwards it's small, sticky, <laughs> and amusing. <laughs> okay, um, well, what have we learnt? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely Louis nothing. Louis Theroux's dad likes to um, shag cats. <laughs> uh, Nick Cave can't be fucked with your asshole. <laughs> Nick Cave can't be fucked with your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too cool. Um, not much else. Uh, Chris Christopher Rush has largely plagiarised a, Le- a biography yeah, about Shakespeare. knew that already. Um, okay. Oh, and um, William Shakespeare's Married to Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Well, I you, learned. Yeah, that's news to you. That's news to me. Um, shall we, this is obviously a bit of a, a special episode, so we, we haven't got much else planned, but shall we just quickly check in with the Goodreads League? On the League? Goodreads League. So we decided, um, that we would do a kind of a, a, um, themed pick this week. Yep. And choose erotic novels. Well, we, we, we've got to do the results of last week's one first. Of course we do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, by the way, our maths was off. Yeah. Um, I don't have 0.6. I have 0.69. 0.69. So the current standings are, you are on one. I'm on one, yeah. And I am on 0.69. Um, and I now have a calculator, so we won't have to faff around. So, <clears throat> do you want to do your guess first or mine? Sure. So mine was, was it, it was finding God, l- looking for God in Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah. And I guessed 4.37. See, it was 4.1. 4.1. You were very close. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, and that, and and that was with thirteen hundred odd ratings as shit, well. Shit, that so. is really close. So I got I got point two seven. Well done, calculator. <laughs> okay, do you want yours? You yep. guessed two point seven three for mine. Sorry, Goodreads is just opening. What 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 was your one again? Remind me. Mine was the uh, Chinese book written by. Um, can you remember his name? Oh, it was it was Mr. Wank, wasn't it? Mr. Wank, David Wank. Uh, I hope we haven't heard the last from, from Mr. Wank. Uh, can you imagine if this podcast really took off and we somehow managed to get Donald Parsnips and David Wank in a room in together? A room together yeah. 
Uh, okay, so you Wanking guessed, parsnips together for the parsnips, first time. <laughs> the crime-fighting duo you will not forget. <laughs> that you don't want to know anything about. They're pointy tossers. Um, okay, you guessed 2.73. Uh, have you got your calculator open I by do. any chance? Okay, you guessed 2.73, which you need to subtract from 3.67. did a bit better than... I'm, I'm shit at this, Ash. I think from next... 0.94, 0.94, I got. 0.94, okay. I'll do, I'll do the adding up some other time. Um, can't be bothered now. We will uh, come up with a way of doing this format so we do all of this uh, perhaps before and then just reveal the answers instead well, of fucking around I've, I've, with I've, I've got a one for this week, though. Okay, go for it. So so I've got the, um, the Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Oh, The Claiming. By A.N. Roklauer. Rock... Roklauer? R-O-Q-U-E-L-A-U-R-E. Roclair, I think. Roclair, okay. Who do you who do you think that's a pseudonym of? Oh. So this is someone the in, famous. The, the initials are the same. Famous writer. AR. AR. Male or female? Female. No. It's Anne Rice. Anne Rice. Oh, I don't really know her. Uh, interview with a vampire? Oh, okay, yes. Oh, wow, all right. So this is a pseudonym she uses for erotica. Yep, it appears to be that she has written a lot of a erotica lot of <laughs> okay. under, un, under this name. So this is the, this is the claiming of Sleeping Beauty, and this is Sleeping Beauty number one. So this is volume wow, one okay. of the Sleeping Beauty Erotica Chronicles. Is she, uh, is she, I'm sorry, I don't know, is she present? Is she, I don't know. Not, I don't mean she's in, in the room. Are we in a Murakami situation? Is here? she active? Beauty is awakened from her hundred years sleep by the prince, not with a simple kiss, but with a deflowering, initiating her <laughs> into a satyricon-like world of sexual adventures. Okay, can I ask? Yeah. Is the is her pseudonym an open secret? It's um by A. N. Roclair brackets and rice. Okay, so Google. yes. <laughs> I okay. want. I, I I would like to read the first review or some of it oh yeah please do. here is i'm, I'm going to show ash the length of the first goodreads review holy shit it's incredibly long it's, it's, so i'm going to read some select choice cuts okay i'll read the opening i'll read a bit in the middle and i'll read a bit at the end i want to bleach my brain after reading this <laughs> no i'm not a prude i'm a gynecologist i've seen and heard everything it's just that bad <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. I've mentioned before that I have zero problem with any sexual activity that, however, many consenting adults engage in. But I do have a problem with rape being presented as okay and even uh, sexy. Yes. So this answers your question about whether or not she's present. So she is not. And this appears to be the crux of the book. Make it consensual or do not write about it at all. And definitely do not present that as sexy. That's just disgusting. Yep. BDSM is consensual. Otherwise, just call it rape. To conclude... Anyway, as I said, start, I started skimming pretty early on, easy in a plotless book, because even in my semi-saintly tolerance of bad fiction ends at some point, it is boring, badly written, and apparently does not believe in consent. But did you give him a semi? I would not recommend it to anyone. One star is almost generous. I have no idea what possessed me to read it, but it's been years since I've read it and remembering it still makes me shudder. I've got to say, when we, start, when we decided to do erotica and I started looking things up, I did notice a trend. It, it wasn't the ones that looked shit that got bad reviews. It was the ones that crossed the line from uh, ravishing fantasies to, to rape. To actual rape As fantasies, soon as yeah. it became obvious, well, as soon as anyone had started reading it and realised that it was non-consensual, the ratings took a plummet. Yes. So, so you've given me a howler of a clue or you've double bluffed me, you bastard. Well, just because this one person has given it one star does not mean that everyone else... Has. Well, there's clearly a market for it if people keep pumping it out. What rating are you going to give this book? 
Oh, that's a really tricky one. Because what I was going to do before you read me that was assume that because it was an open secret, people flocked to it because they were a fan of her other stuff. Uh-huh. And so it was going to rate very highly. Who's to say that's not the case? Well, there's also the rape thing. There is, but how, how, how many people have, has that? that? That's one person's review. I might go cowardly. I've been bold both times. I went low and then I went high. <clears throat> I think I'm going to go cowardly and assume there's, a, <laughs> there's an even split between okay. the uh, people who don't give a shit and the, the people like the person you just read out. And I'm going to guess 2.85. 2.85. Yeah. Now, um, I actually chose three for you. I've got, I've, Jesus. I've, uh, you're not going to have to guess them all. I, I'm just going to give you a choice, only because I wanted to read the titles for all three of them. Go for it. So, would you like to learn more about I Fucked the Wolfman? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just break the mic? Yeah, I spat a little bit on the pop shield. Um, well, that's what it's for, mate. Um, but would you like to learn instead about... Come for Bigfoot. <laughs> no. There's a theme here. I went, I went too dark. I went too dark with mine and yours are really funny. Or would you like um, Ravaged by the Pond Beast? <laughs> oh, no. What did you type in to get these? Universal monster? Well, I, end, I ended up on um, a load of like elf shit. Lots I, of people are into what? elves. I want, I want to hear about I Fucked the Wolfman. I Fucked the Wolfman, okay. So, go with that one. Both of ours are kind of supernatural as well. Yeah, I know. I know. We we seem to like we seem to line roughly up. line up. Well, actually, we no. L- last week was about finding God and Harry Potter, and your one was about Mr. Wank. <laughs> oh yeah, that didn't line up at all. <laughs> what am I on about? Okay, I fucked the Wolfman by Delilah Fox. Now, what can I Does tell de- you? De- about Delilah this? Fox, the Wolfman. Uh, Delilah Fox. No, uh, as in Guy Fox. Okay. Would you like to hear the description or Delilah a Guy Fox, the Wolfman? Delilah Guy Fox. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, give, 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 let's. Uh, we're trying to set that up as the new format. Then there's no you, there's you, no preview, unfortunately. There wasn't a couple. Is is there any reviews? Because I think if there's reviews, you should read me the description and then the top review. Okay. Um, okay, so here's the description. It's quite short. When born again virgin Sally goes oh, on a okay. romantic picnic dinner with Harry. Harry How and met Sally. Sally. Uh, she fights the urge to give in to temptation and sex his brains out. But when the full moon emerges and Harry transforms into a real live werewolf, <laughs> she realises she's in a lot more trouble than she bargained for. Will the horny beast that won't take no for an answer release the animal urges within? Warning, this 3,000-word story contains dubious consent. Okay, we are lining up. Oh, we are up. lining up, actually. Um, blood, fangs, and a monster cock so big you'll walk funny after just reading about it. <laughs> I'm glad I picked this one. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give, give me the top review. I want, I want to hear the general vibe on this book. Okay, top review is. Um, oh, there's a lot of spacing. The Halloween monster sex bonanza gets werewolf action in I fucked the Wolfman. Oh no! I let my borrow time run out before completing this review, so you can't. Uh, blah blah blah. No, that's just boring. So. Um, so Sally and Harry are having a romantic picnic in the woods, which, if you ask me, is more creepy than romantic. No shit. They are making out and getting all hot and horny, but Sally is a born-again virgin, also known as a tease. <laughs> so there will be no sex, in caps. As the moon peeks through the trees, Harry gets panicked and starts trying to figure out what the actual date is. Men, calendars, poor planning, etc. I'm going to skip to the last paragraph, in hoping that it's a bit more fun. 
Um, Sally may have given up the sex and been a born-again virgin, but werewolf sex was off the freaking chain, and Sally wants more monster cock. When she wakes up next to her naked boyfriend, she is disappointed to find he is sporting a two-inch flaccid penis that grows to a measly four inches when erect. Ooh. Oh, wow. Little, little spin on the, um, on the old uh, transformation thing. Well, so, I'm... Just write down your guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess four stars. Four stars, okay. Four. Four. Great. I'm going to imagine the people who are going out of their way looking for hot, heavy werewolf sex. They're not going to disapprove, are they? They're just going to be happy to have it. I did read one that I was going to... I don't think it had any ratings, otherwise I would have definitely picked it. Um, It was called something like... uh, um, gave her to Gators, it was called, or something like that. And it was a erotic novel about someone who was ravaged by a half man, half alligator. And the top review was, I am thrilled that at last there is a book about a half man, half alligator <laughs> <laughs> shagging someone, but quite quite serious. And it continued. But then it was like, but I was slightly disappointed to see that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but for someone out there. So there's a market for all of these things. Some there is there is something for everyone. Yeah, out there. If you want to read, come for Bigfoot. Uh, I fucked the werewolf, or what was the other one? Ravaged uh, by the pond beast. Ravaged by the pond beast. And what was the name of yours? Oh God, something something so, so, something horrible. Now that oh, now sleeping the Sleeping Beauty. I think I think I've, it's called the Sleeping Beauty trilogy in yeah. that review. So I think this was the the first of the, yeah. the Sleeping Beauty has a sexual awakening. With dubious consent undertones. Dubious by consent. Anne Rice. I'd never even heard that phrase until, until that reading review. about erotica. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, it does have dubious consent. You mean non. You mean non. You mean, yeah. you mean it's rape. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there we'll we check in with those uh, next time. Yep. Um, this has been a very sexy episode. Very sexy. And um, yeah, we will see you next time. Next time. See All you right. later. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye. Bye.